I'm Ruth Parker. I'm from Alexander Associates. I'm delighted to have Pam Hardy from ISS here with me today. Pam has agreed to take part in an interview promoting women in engineering. I've been working as a recruitment consultant in engineering for 20 years and um, when I started I really was quite shocked by the amount of women that were working in engineering. It was so male dominated, mm. I was new to the industry, didn't really understand why. 20 years later things have got better and I think you know there are more women working in engineering but still nowhere near enough. So these videos um, are our way of promoting um, engineering and the amazing career um, that it can provide for women. So I would want to ask you just a little bit about your background. So you started an apprenticeship at 17 and you started in HVAC engineering. So what was the spark? Why did you decide a HVAC apprenticeship is for me? I really wanted to do something with my hands when I left the school. My sister had went off to university and my brother had followed in the apprenticeship route. So I was really torn between the two and I think my mum and dad's wanted me to follow my sister's path. Right. And I think it was more rebellion <laughs> to, go, to go and do an apprenticeship and, and work with my hands. So um, my brother had completed the same apprenticeship as I did. So right. I, kind of, I joined a year later um, from the same company. And were you the only woman or you were the only girl on the apprenticeship scheme or yeah. were there others on your course? I was the only female on the tools yeah. within the company and I was the only one on the college course as well that, yeah. that completed it. So it was pretty tough. Yes. Um, we had to stay away six weeks at a time throughout the college right, as well. Okay. So it was kind of all day and night. <laughs> um, yeah. But it was, it was a good time and, and I made some real friends when I was doing that. Yeah. Did you find that um, there being the only girl on the course, obviously there's the challenge of working with a group of men but did you ever feel any time oh, I don't actually know if I can do this you know I don't feel welcome in this part or was there anything that was a real challenge that you can remember every day every day <laughs> every day yeah. I had doubts um thinking that I couldn't do this it was really tough there was it was a group of young boys really so um I'd, yeah 17 yeah, 18 yeah, it, was, it was pretty mm. tough um, so there were doubts every day that yeah. I thought, oh, I'll, I'll quit. But my dad um, really inspired me to stay on and complete the apprenticeship. Good for him. And I'm so glad I did. Yeah. He was an electrician to trade. Um, right. So he really had been my mentor, really, throughout all my career, to be honest with you. So which is so, yeah, we talk about mentors a lot and the importance of role models, which is why these videos are so important, yeah. because um, girls need to see girls in engineering and think, yeah. okay, I, I can do that, I can aspire, um, I can follow that that path as well. Were there any um, female lecturers or was there anyone in no. the cut? So you <laughs> were just, all, wow, that's no amazing that you didn't really, give up. Yeah, at a higher level um, because you had to come through the operational route. So their normal sort of admin P&C roles, they did have women in those roles at a director level, but no, not in operations at all. So when you were on site, what kind of buildings were you working in when you were on the tours? Was it big commercial buildings? Was it building sites? What kind of environments were you in? It was mostly commercial buildings. Um, we had a variety of contracts at the time that ranged from big office blocks in Edinburgh 
to the Edinburgh Zoo, all, oh, all wow. sorts of different contracts that, that we did at the time. And there were small, smaller ones as well. And yeah. we worked mobile from home. So I'd often get the bus in, meet up with my journeyman and then go off to work for the day and get dropped back off at night. So you were working in teams and at any point, was there another girl in the team or was it? No. No, we're still <laughs> all men. Yes, okay, okay. Pretty much all, all male dominated. Um, there was no other female on the tools or, or working anywhere really other than the office. Yeah, okay. Oh, you said there were challenges every day. Um, can you think of anything specific? Or was there, was there a, a, a moment when you thought, oh, do, you, do you know what? I just, I don't get the support. Um, I'm not, I've, I don't have anyone that I can go to as a sounding board. Yeah, the, the, there were times like that. It was really tough. Um, and, and I'd often go home, sometimes crying um, really? because of my experiences. But I did have my dad, so yeah. he was my sounding board. And he always believed in me, pushed me on and, and, and made me feel like I was better than, than I felt I was. Um, and, and that was really my biggest reason for completing my apprenticeship was, was my father, to be honest with you. He really inspired me. That's incredible. So, so his background was an electrician. Yeah. You, yes, you can do this. Because sometimes when you see your children struggle, you think, actually, maybe this isn't quite the right path for them. Yeah. You know, it's not something you're doing wrong, but maybe they need to look at something else. What do you think it was that he saw in you at that time that thought, no, you just got to push through this. You can do it. I think um, he just believed in me, really, to be honest. And he, he had obviously mentored other apprentices within right. the the business as well so he worked for the same business as I did and and I think that he, he knew that I was as good if not better than the other one yeah. there and it was nothing to do with gender really it was really just it's tough being an apprentice regardless yeah. of your gender yeah. at the best of times so I think he, he really pushed me and just believed in me and kept telling me that I, I could do it you and can do this yeah, and Amazing. even if I was going to change direction at the end of it to complete my apprenticeship yeah. first, just to demonstrate that I could actually stick to something and complete that. And then if I wanted to go off and be a hairdresser or whatever, do this apprenticeship first. So yeah. that, that really pushed me on. Yeah, finish it, complete yeah. it. And the sense of achievement when you did complete it must have been incredible. Yeah, really proud, really yeah, proud. Um, and so so was my brother and my father, to be yeah. honest with you. So I, I thought my brother would hate it having his, his little sister turning <laughs> up at college and stuff. But he was really proud as well, so good. that was good. And so you finished, how long was the apprenticeship? Four years. So you finished the apprenticeship and then do you did you continue with the company that you did your apprenticeship with? Yes, I Fine. did. Yeah, I, I stayed on and I was mobile on the tools for a while. So yep. we, we, I got allocated a van, sent off on my first jobs. <laughs> that was more stressful, Brilliant. I think, trying to find these sites, driving around. Parking, around with everyone looking at you. Yep. Oh, yeah. So um, I, I did that for a couple of years before I eventually moved into the office because I really used my apprenticeship as a stepping stone. I always wanted to go into management and become a contract manager at the time, okay. which is the same as sort of what my father had done. And right. I wanted to be the first female contract manager, the first female everything <laughs> within yes. the company, really. So that was my my ambition and, and my biggest Your goal. goal, yeah. And so you did all of this without, obviously you had your dad as a role model, but you looked at this career path without kind of any inspiration really from anyone outside no. of, you didn't have anyone you could look to who was a female contracts manager, but that was this, that's what you decided you wanted to take your yeah. career. Um, 
Kat Parsons, who I interviewed last time, and she nominated you for this interview. It's all her fault. Um, she, one of the things that she said about you is your ambition is incredible and you're quite, you're very goal orientated and you will say, I want that and I am going to achieve that. And it's you will do that no matter what. So where do you get that determination from? I don't know, to be honest. <laughs> um, I think I was I was really determined to, to prove everybody wrong. A lot of people thought yeah. I wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah. I, I'd quit in the first week. I'd be on the tools for a month and I'd, I'd be off doing something else. I wouldn't be able to hack it. I was purely to prove people wrong that, that I could actually do it. Like I say, I was a bit of a rebel for some reason. I wanted to rebel. So I just wanted to do something completely different and, and really get yeah. amongst the sort of male industry and, and, and push it really, push, push the gender. And so how hard was it going from the tools to going into the office? So you were on the you did your apprenticeship for four years, then you were on the tools for two years. Yeah. And then you applied internally for a job or is that how it worked? Yeah, well, I had expressed an interest in becoming a manager. Mm -hmm. And at the time, the, the women that worked distributing the jobs, a job allocator, she'd went off sick. So I, my manager asked me if I'd like to step in and, and sort of get used to the office okay. environment. So I started doing that to yep. start with. Um, and I found that really invaluable because I learned the business, how we worked. Yep. I, I got to complete a lot of quotes and things like that. So I really used that as a stepping stone then to move up in, in the company. You did this trial period and then you moved into the contracts manager yeah, role at that point. Yeah, I was a trainee contract Tra manager yeah. at the time. I moved into that role um, and I, I did that for about around a year. And okay. then uh, the business was going through change and they were looking for managers to manage the resource and that was when I, I really got my first management job. So you moved into your management role and that was managing people. Yeah. Were you managing any girls coming up through the business or women at that point as it was all men no. still? It's all men. All yeah. men. Yeah. So wow. There, okay. There was no, no females on the tools at all. And were you managing people that were older than you as well? Yeah, and people I'd previously worked with, with. so my, my tradesmen, um, I was now managing them as well. And how was that received? They were actually incredibly supportive. Brilliant. Um, obviously, there's always one or two um, yeah. that write you off and stuff, but the people that I'd actually worked with and built a close relationship with, they were really um, supportive of, of my role and wanted to see me do well. That's so, so good. good. So you went from kind of being a rebel to actually right now, serious career, and I'm going to make this work. And so yeah. you did the contracts manager role where you were managing people. And how long were you? So because then you moved on again. So what was the next step for you? Where did you think, OK, I'm going to do this for th this amount of time and then I'm moving on and I want to do this. Did yeah. you have that kind of plan? I did. I, I, I was very ambitious at the time and, and I, I did want to move on. So a regional manager's job came up a, about a year later and I applied for it and, and I was successful within that. That's so amazing. It was a real quick, successful yeah. period over a so short period of time. So that's from six years? Yeah. So that's from starting your apprenticeship to being a regional manager yeah, in six right. years. Yeah. That's incredible. So. And the only woman in the business at that level? Yes. Wow. Yeah, that was going at that. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Yes. That was a bit tougher. <laughs> that was tougher to manage 
the people I'd, I'd, my peers that I'd worked alongside at management level. Right. Because I think a lot of them had um, wanted the, the role for themselves and, and thought uh, as a man they should probably, they're more qualified than I am to get it. Yeah, purely so because they're male. They're more, yeah. yeah, they feel they're more qualified. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you, how did you cope with that? I, I basically just did my job as well as I could yeah um, and, and I managed them as fairly as I could as well yeah um, and my manager at the time he was really supportive as well um, so he helped me a lot as, as well as that and I still had my dad that I was sounding off to <laughs> as well at the time so yeah yeah he he's still there helping you yeah. championing in you yeah which is so important we talk about how um it's so important that you have somebody within a business that champions you, that yeah. can support you, that can mentor you. Um, and, and the reality is, is for most women is that has to be a man if you're in engineering yeah. because it's so male dominated. Um, it would be brilliant if we get to the place where everybody has a female mentor and somebody yeah. that they can look to. Do you, has your business changed at all since you've been working in it? Are there more? Are you seeing more girls to come through the apprenticeship route? Is it, or has the business changed the way it recruits people now? Does it still take on apprenticeships? Or we're looking at that at the moment. So from my side of the business, the mobile engineering, we've got about two hundred and fifty engineers, and we've wow. got two women engineers at the moment that's on the tools, and part of my role is, is looking at taking on apprenticeships and specifically women in, apprentice, in apprenticeships. So that's something that I'm really um, yeah. working on at the yeah. moment to try and increase the diversity and the, and the gender balance within the team. And do you think that if it wasn't for your dad, um, do you think you ever would have thought about um, engineering? If your dad hadn't been an electrician, was there anything that your school did from careers advice point of view that talked about engineering? Oh no, I, I mean I took um, technical studies and I was actually told I shouldn't go, <laughs> I shouldn't go in and do a trade. I wasn't yeah. confident enough on the tools that we were using um, within that class. So I was actually talked out of it. I should follow a more academic route like my sister did. Right. So I'd done a lot of subjects the same as my sister and yeah. I, I was sort of becoming a clone of my sister, who's really successful and, and got a degree in things, but I just wanted to that wasn't what you take wanted a to do. totally different route, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. I, I was exactly the same at school. I was told um, that um, I should be a teacher because I was really good at English. I couldn't work with children. I, yeah. There was no way that is what I would have wanted for my career. But I never knew what engineering was um, until I started recruiting engineers. And then all of a sudden I discovered this world yeah. that is absolutely fascinating. And you don't think about engineering being all around you when you get on a train or you get on a bus or you walk into a hospital. You know, people don't think about heating and mm -hmm. ventilation and air conditioning. Um, and so that's the other area that we're wanting to get these videos into schools is because otherwise how on earth do we influence a generation coming through school if they don't even know that this career Absolutely. choice is available to them? Yeah, completely agree. And it's not something I really thought about um, up until the point I had children and I had two, two young girls. Um, up until then I was kind of like, I'm all right. I'm doing all right in my career. Yeah. I've forged myself a yeah. path. Yeah. Um, I didn't have any met, like female mentors to look up and to. And I did and it. I've done fine. Yeah. 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 Um, and it was when I had my two young girls, I really thought, no, I really don't want them to struggle the way I yeah. did. And, and 
so they can be whatever they want to be really. Absolutely. And, and why should they have to struggle? Yeah. Because there is no job that a man can do that a woman can't do. It's just we don't realise yeah. that we can do it. Yeah, I think we write ourselves off. Yeah. Before we've even tried yeah. or, or went for it. I, like, I couldn't do that job. Yeah. If I can do it, anybody can do it. Yeah. That way, so. Well, I, I honestly, your success story is incredible. So, and and you've been with the same company. You've stayed with them, which yeah. is a massive testament to them. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah, that's quite incredible. Yeah, I've made a, a lot of friends, and I think ISS in particular are really focused on gender balance yes. and, and improving that and, and bringing people in through the industry, to be honest with you. It's one of their main goals, so I'm really yeah. on board with that as well. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. You mentioned um, you've got children, and I'm really curious to find out how that impacted your career. So you had, um, I think you said you had a son and a daughter, is that right? I've got a son and twin daughters. Wow, so, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, Hard work. <laughs> yeah, it was really. Um, when I went off on maternity leave to have my son, I'd come back and we'd changed over to ISS. So right. it was a whole new company um, okay. and a completely different contracts that we were dealing with and things on my return. Yep. Uh, found it really, I'd only been off for four or five months, but I did find it hard to adjust to coming back to work. Um, but I did have a supportive colleague who really helped me through okay, that that's and, good. and got me up to speed with everything at yeah. the time. So that was really good. Because going back to work after you've had a, um, a child has its own challenges anyway. I found it really challenging emotionally. You have that guilt, which, to be honest, I heard everyone talk about this mum guilt before I went back to work and I was like, I'll be fine. And then when you do it, you go, oh, okay, so this is actually real. This is really hard. Yeah. Um, and, at, and then working in a completely male-dominated environment going through that, that just must add a whole nother layer of challenge to it because yeah. I, it's just not so understood by men about how it feels um, to be leaving your children and go back to work. So how, how did you cope with that? I was extremely lucky that my mum helped me a lot with Brilliant. the childcare. So yeah. I knew that the kids were fine. I wasn't yeah. leaving them at a nursery or with strangers or anything. So I was really lucky that way that, that, that I had my mum. So I was yeah. obviously phoning her every 10 yeah. minutes the yeah. first day. She's like, leave me alone. <laughs> then it got a bit longer <laughs> after that. So I, was, I think I was just lucky that I had some fat, real support around from my yep. family and things like that at yeah. the time. Um, I think the second time around when I came back from the twins, I was off for a bit longer, so I was off for a year. Um, and that was a bit tougher. I think it gets tougher the older they get when I'm missing out on things like the school plays and things yeah. like that if I'm travelling. So I try yep. to be as, mu as much as I can, but you, you've got to sacrifice some things as well. Yeah, so. you, yes, you do. I'm, I'm um, not sure there's that thing where you can have everything. Yeah. I, I never managed to have everything. I always struggled with that balance between I was still building my career. Um, I had my daughter and then I got my job um, working for Alexander Associates. And so my career was building and I had a small child and you're trying to navigate the two. And, and I think you also, I also felt I had to work harder than anybody else. Yeah. I had to work longer hours than everybody else. You just couldn't have the luxury of time because I was looked at because I was the only working mother in the business. Mm -hmm. And and that pressure, and I think a lot of it we put on ourselves, but the pressure is really, um, it's quite difficult to handle when you're trying to build your career. Yeah. Do you think you 
missed out on career progression because of the time that you you had off? Did it take you longer to get to the next step? I think it was probably myself holding. I yeah. did not go for opportunities because I felt I would have to maybe travel more, be away from the kids more. Mm -hmm. and, and so I think it was myself that was holding holding back on that. Um, and now they're a bit older. I've obviously went and, and for the, the latest promotion um, because I felt that the time was kind of right. So I yeah. think it was probably myself that was holding myself back opposed to the company, if that makes sense. Yes, absolutely. But do you think that maybe if you were seeing somebody in the role, seeing somebody do it, oh, okay, they're managing to that balance, do you, that would have made it easier. Somebody now watching you do it, they'll see how you've managed that path and how you've managed to make the role yeah. work. Um, so it's much easier when you can see somebody else doing it first. Oh, I agree. You I were agree. just the trailblazer the whole way through your career. <laughs> I think it's different for women and men as much as I'd like to say it isn't. I think women um, take on most of the childcare yes. duties. So so a lot of the men that I was working with would stay away all week. They'd go home um, yep. at the weekends. Everything would be done for them. All their housework, all yep. their washing, everything was done. But I was trying to run a house, look after kids and work full time. It was, it was tough. It was. Yeah. Um, it was really hard. And as brilliant as any company is, there's always things they can do to improve i mean short of getting me a housekeeper which is what i think i really needed is there anything is there any practical things that you think companies can do a bit better um to help that transition of coming back to work i think um, iss are, are leading the way in that at the moment and, and there's lots of good activity going on about um returning to work the maternity leave and having a, a real proper return to work process in yep. place for people that have been off for a Brilliant. long time so that would be really helpful and yeah. just having your keeping in touch days as well where you're coming into the office and, and getting back into the swing of things yeah that's helped. I found getting up getting dressed in the morning leaving the house was probably my biggest challenge for the first week when I returned to work I remember thinking well what, what is this what do you mean I've got to be somewhere at a certain time because yeah. you haven't had to because everything's been dictated by this small I child I was pleased to get away from the three kids yes. <laughs> yeah I think if I've had twins back, yeah. I've worked so hard yeah. I was so determined yeah. that I wasn't going to lose uh, my career yeah as a result of having kids obviously I wanted my kids and I love them a bit yes but uh, my career was is really important well, to me as well yeah, so I was absolutely. really determined I wasn't going to lose that yeah and your latest promotion congratulations Thank you. You, what what is it now that you're doing? So I'm the key account portfolio director for the key account network. So basically, I'm in charge of all the mobile engineering um, throughout the UK. Wow! Um, so we're predominantly looking after the banking contracts, right, in the high streets. Okay. What's what's next? Or are you not quite not <laughs> quite there yet? What's the next role? I mean. I'd love to be like Liz Benison. She, she's a real inspiration, and I think working in ISS, we've got a lot of strong women leaders. Yeah. Um, so uh, the sky's the limit. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. And final question if you could go back in time um, and sit in a room with 17, 18 year old you, what one piece of advice would you give? Be more confident. Yeah. Believe in myself more. Yeah, because look what you can achieve yeah. when you do.
Yeah, amazing. Well, thank you so much um, for taking the time to come and see us and give this interview. It, honestly, your career is truly inspiring. I look at hundreds of CVs and um, if you honestly, it's um, really inspiring what you've achieved um, and to have three children in the mix as well. So um, brilliant. Thank you. Thank you.